beautiful people, and welcome back to In Living Color Abroad. I'm your host, Angel Rodriguez. And in this episode, you'll be listening to me as I talk about what's next in my life. <laughs> I have to decide very, very soon whether I'm going to stay in Costa Rica or go elsewhere. That elsewhere being anywhere around the world or back home to New York. So I'm going to basically take you through what's going on in my mind, but, you know, what's pulling me and where I'm being pulled, both professionally and personally, what I want to do and where I want to be. Um, yeah, hope you enjoy. This is A Living Color Abroad. All right, so let's begin. Uh been a while since I've done a solo episode, but I think um, the timing is good because of what I'm going to be discussing, which is, as you heard the intro about what's next, and which is the title of the episode. Um, so I'm entering my thir- third year in Costa Rica. I've been here about two and a half years now. I'll be three years in August. Um, and I'm thinking about what is next for me. And the reason why I'm thinking about this now, you might ask, is because in in the international school realm that I'm a part of, because I work at an international school, uh, they begin to ask you very early in the school year if you're going to be back next year. And I'm talking about early November is when you get an official email and letter saying, are you going to sign the new contract to be on next year? And the reason why it's so early is because obviously it's, it takes time to replace um, expat teachers, teachers, foreigners that are moving and, you know, you got to uh, provide packages for these people. You have to buy them flights, you know, accommodate them, their housing. So it makes sense why they need to prepare way in advance. And also the hiring season for international schools, as far as job fairs are concerned, they're around this time, uh, November, December. And there's another, I believe, like hiring season in February. So it's it's months out uh, for people like me, quote unquote expats, foreigners, that schools need to either replace, right? Or uh, resign to a contract. Um, so it has me thinking a lot. And what's next? I don't know. <laughs> and hence why I'm having this episode. And I know many people that I spoke to have gone through the same thing that I'm going through. This is the first time I'm going through this where... I don't know if I'm going to be back in Costa Rica next year. Um, and I won't lie, it is it is a scary uh, thing to think about when you're not sure where, where your future is, right? Let alone what you know job you're going to have, but where you're going to live, that's a big deal, especially when you're talking about moving country to country versus, you know, borough to borough or city to city <laughs> even though that's a big deal too don't get me wrong but is it's quite another thing we're talking about different countries so i'm thinking about what i'm gonna do and i hate to say this but i haven't put enough thought into this i'm kind of been like putting it on the back burner and i, I was speaking to a, an, another colleague of mine who also she's been doing the same thing <laughs> she's like yeah i didn't put this on the back burner i don't want to think about it because it's a scary thing to think about um where you're gonna be so anyway so let me, I guess, explain to those that might be listening for the first time or don't remember, I am finishing a master's program um, out of uh, King's College, which is in London. And I am in this program through my through the parent company, which uh, is Nord Anglia. 
And once I finish finish that master's, I need to stay within the company for two years post master's, which makes sense because they're paying for it. So they want to obviously get something back for their for paying for my education. So I totally understand that. <laughs> and if I do leave before the post uh, two years post master's, I need to pay that master's back, right? Like obviously I keep the degree, but I need to pay the thousands upon thousands of dollars that what I would need to pay back for getting that degree from a pretty prestigious university um, on the school's dime, on the sorry, on the company's dime. But anyway, so that's what's happening. And so you one might think, oh, my options are very limited. Yes and no. They're limited in the sense that I need to stay within the company, but they're not limited in the sense that there's they have over 70 schools all over the world. Even a school in New York. <laughs> uh, they have schools in London. And I mean, every, basically every continent they have schools um i think outside of africa but basically every continent that uh they have schools in and so my options are not limited in that sense but the one thing about me as far as where i'm trying to picture and you know myself and what i want to do moving forward as far as what's next is i'm not just trying to teach music um if you can see where my passions lie i do love music i love teaching music but I'm also interested in this whole thing about diversity, hence this podcast. <laughs> so the one thing that I'm planning to research uh, for my dissertation, which is uh, coming up very, very soon, <laughs> is uh, basically, you know, rough ideas, what influences people of color to live abroad? So I'm interested in that. And what can I do with, you know, focusing research on that? I'm not sure, <laughs> but I know that's definitely something that I'm, that I am, very uh that's near and dear to me given the amount of time that i spend talking to people that are people of color from abroad that are living abroad excuse me and so is something that i think i want to pursue further whether that's working within administration as far as diversity diversity equity and inclusion initiatives uh director of dei uh i don't know being a recruiter i have no idea what that looks like but I want to find out what that looks like. And I think that's a pretty big distinction is that the, the scary part is I don't know what I can do given, you know, getting this master's in international education, but, you know, based on my research, when I get it, hopefully. <laughs> um, but I, I, I do know that I don't want to just go somewhere and say, okay, I'm going to teach music here and that's all I'm going to do. Uh, but also I need to be fair and be honest, obviously. The reality is that all I know how to do is teach music, right? Given my my degree, my credentials. So it's not like somebody's going to, you know, give me, hand me a job. Like, oh, sure. You research this on your master's, become the director of DEI for whatever the parent company. I don't think it's going to be like that. I don't think I'm that naive. But the idea is that I want to work towards that. So if I am, you know, if you guys believe in manifesting stuff. So if the ideal situation would present itself, it will be, Something like this. It will be, okay, Angel, you can teach music. You're going to teach music at our school and you'll be on a track towards, you know, doing initiatives with DEI. And hopefully through that experience, that'll, that'll allow me to leave the classroom. Because I do eventually uh, want to leave the classroom. Not because I don't like teaching, but I want to challenge myself in another avenue. And I've never, <laughs> for the past uh, eight years... I don't know what it's like to not be a teacher. That's all I've done basically my entire adult life. So it would be nice to do something outside of the classroom uh, to transition out of that role as a music teacher. So that's basically where my mind is at. That's the professional side, right? The personal side now, as far as Angel, why not just stay in Costa Rica and do that here? 
That's an option. I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying that I don't want to be here, but on the personal side, now that I've been here two and a half years, I think I can say that I've gotten my fill of Costa Rica. Again, not to say that I wouldn't want to be back here another year. I think I would be okay with being back here another year. But I think I've reached my <laughs> my personal peak and kind of good idea what life would be like here if I was to live here, you know, multiple years past this point. And I'm not sure this is, as one would call, my forever home um, for a myriad of reasons, <laughs> which I won't disclose all of them now. But, I mean, the one thing I, I do miss, and it kind of hit me when I went back to New York, I'm, I really do miss living in a big city. Uh, San Jose is not a big city. It's pretty tiny. Um, obviously, everything's gonna be tiny compared to New York. But the point is that I I want to live in a in a cosmopolitan, you know, metropolitan uh, city. Um, I do miss that. And you know, I can go back to New York. That is an option if you know I want to do that, or I can go elsewhere, like London or something like that. They have a home office in London, the parent company that I'm a part of. Um, yeah, so I think that's one of the one of those things. And to be also frank, um, I haven't put down roots here really. You know, it's uh, one of those things where you know you you go you get to a point where you want to put down roots. And I'm not saying that I'm at that point specifically when it comes to moving elsewhere, but those are things that do creep into your mind as as one gets older. I think it's just a you know natural thing one thinks about at least. I started to think about that a little bit. Not not much, but, you know, a little bit. And so I feel like I haven't had those roots here. There's not, like, kind of like in the situation I was back in New York. There was nothing necessarily besides, obviously, my family holding me back from moving to Costa Rica. Now that I'm here in my second, you know, two and a half years, there's nothing holding me back here from leaving here to go elsewhere. You get what I'm saying? So I'm in that boat. And... One thing that I do know that happens in this field of us, you know, people that are quote unquote expats, foreigners, is that they move around a lot. And I don't think I want to be that person. It sounds fun, but I think deep down, I don't like to just be someone that's like a nomad. I don't foresee myself being that kind of person. I'll be open to moving, you know, maybe another time and then maybe another time after that. But I'm not trying to bounce around to six different countries uh, after two years and just, you know, see the world that way. I don't think I want to do that. I'm saying that now. Again, things could change. But as of now, I don't foresee that being kind of what I do as far as like living in different places for, you know, every two years. Um, I see myself trying some other places out and then being like, all right, this is where I'm going to be. Whether that's back home in New York or in the United States or abroad elsewhere. But I do not want to live in a big city. I think that's what I want. Ideally, again, ideally. But the, the big thing about living abroad is you need to be open to your options. So these are the things that I want ideally. And I'm, you know, projecting that out into the universe and to you. <laughs> so, you know, some of those good vibes. But that's the ideal situation. Um, it's to live in a big city uh, and to be a music teacher, but to be working towards something within DEI. Or not teach, right? Or not teach and work immediately in that kind of, you know, in an admin role or whatever the case may be. Um I think that's is what I want to challenge myself towards too. And that's the scary part. So now here comes the mental aspect, right? Because I don't think it's going to be that, that long of an episode. But I I said I was scared, right? That I'm okay. I'm scared. It's scary. But I'm open to what's going to happen. And I think 
I'm maintaining that because that's what I was before I left to Costa Rica and before I even chose Costa Rica, right? If you, any of you have known my journey from the beginning, and listen, if you haven't, listen to episode three. Um, but uh, my journey it's, it's, it was deciding that I was going to go to San Francisco and just go to a job fair. Not because I knew at that moment I wanted to live abroad. No, I wanted to see what was out there for me. So I was open to change. And I think the mindset you need to have while living abroad is to be open to change because change is going to happen, right? Want the change that you want to happen, but also change that just happens because life is life, right? Some changes you can't foresee. So I think because I'm still in this, you know, I like to think this mindset of being open to change and open to new opportunities and, you know, new experiences, I think I'm feeling okay on the inside, even though I'm not, like I said, it's still scary, but I'm feeling okay about it. Um... But feeling okay is not, I still got to do the work, right? Like I could feel, oh, this is fine, but I got to do the work. I got to, you know, if I'm, you know, I need to decide very soon actually what I'm going to do. I can't wait till January and be like, okay, my mind is made up. No, I need to realistically decide within the next month what I'm going to do. So the pressure is there. And mind you, this is in in the midst of me, you know, still working a full-time job, right? Me teaching music in the midst of a pandemic, me doing a master's program, me trying to maintain my social life, me trying to continue with this podcast. (laughs) So there's a lot of things going on right now in my life. And that's why, you know, I haven't really had an episode out in 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 two weeks. Um, You know, things ebb and flow as far as like the way I feel about certain things and, you know, what's keeping me busy. Um, for lack of a better term, but yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm doing this episode because I kind of wanted to give you guys, you know, fill you fill you in uh, to what to what is happening um, right now. And also, I want to get this on the record because I want to see what's actually going to happen next. <laughs> so when I do a part two of this episode of what actually happens, <laughs> I get to see how how much of what I, you know, Put out there came true. Um, I think that's a good way to reflect. Whether you journal, whether you do a podcast, or just record your own voice, you know, voice memos on your phone. Um, the intentions you set out for yourself and did, did the things you intend to happen happen the way that you wanted them to happen. I think that's a good way of uh, have kind of having control of your life for the things you can't for the things you can control, right? Versus the things you can't. Um, I didn't envision myself being here in Costa Rica, but once the opportunity presented itself, I made it happen, you know? So if you ask me where I envision myself right now, I would say Angel is in London. (laughs) Me saying that kind of says I don't want to go back home, right? That's an interesting point. Um, In London, um, doing things based on what I researched for the masters. Um, And, you know, maybe working with the school King's, King's College is in London um, and the home office of North Anglia is in London as well so living in the UK um, I'm open to that it's kind of why it was been in my mind but again I have no idea <laughs> it's just what I'm putting out there and as far as going back home a lot of people have asked me this people that I've talked to people that are close to me they're like why don't you just you know come back home well it's not as easy as just going back home right because I need to stay within the parent company um, but they do have a school in New York I don't know if that music position is open but there's a school in New York. But if you were to ask me, Angel, do you want to go back to New York? That is a tough question. Uh, <laughs> and I don't necessarily have the answer to that, even though you might say, ah, you don't want to come back. Um, it's tough, honestly. 
I really miss New York. I love New York. New York will always be home. I always rep New York at every moment that I can to anybody that I talk to. And I know I annoy people about it that are not from New York or people that are from upstate New York. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm ready to go back to New York. And if I'm just to think out loud right here, I was like, why am I not ready? Um, I would say, I think there's more out there for me elsewhere around the world. And um, again, there's things that are pulling me to New York. I'm not going to lie. You know, whether it's family or whatever the case may be, there are, you know, things that I think about as far as like, damn, if I was in New York, this, that, and the third. And that's tough. It's tough. But at the end of the day, I have to make a decision. And, but that's what I like about it. The fact that I have to make a decision. I'm not a bystander in my life. You know, I'm not just watching my life go by. Um, I'm making practical decisions and those decisions determine <laughs> what my future, where, where my future lies. And that's the good thing. It's a scary thing, but it is a good thing. Um, so for, for anyone that's, that's listening, that's already abroad and thinking about a new place or thinking about going abroad, th that's the beauty in it is in the proactiveness of what life is like when you're moving abroad and you think about going elsewhere. Of course, there's nothing, I, I wouldn't say, let's say I go back to New York. I'm not saying, oh, that's the worst thing to happen to me. No, I'm not saying that. I just think that I'm not ready to go back to New York. But if there's an opportunity that presents itself to go back to New York professionally, you know, I I would take it. I'm not saying that I wouldn't go back. I would take it. Uh, if there's opportunity presents itself to go anywhere in the States where North Anglia has a school, <laughs> I, I think I would take it. Um, again, I need to be open. So I can't say, oh, I can't go back here. I got to stay in Central America. I got to go to the, to Europe. Um, I'm open to what's going to make sense for me, both personally, of course, and professionally. I'm kind of curious because I haven't spoken to many people about this. I mean, as far as people that have done this move as far as like living somewhere else and when and deciding when to go elsewhere. Sometimes the decision is easier. No, nah, I'm not going to say easier. It's different if you're, you know, if you're a couple and you both want to are ready to go elsewhere. Like I know a couple of couples, a couple of couples. <laughs> I know a few couples uh, that, you know, they moved together wherever they went, you know, Brazil, shout out to Julio Hanna, Taiwan, shout out to Kiss and Gabe, I know are listening, both of them. <laughs> um, and I, it's, it's different, right? Obviously, I, I haven't spoken to them about it, but you got to make decisions that are best for two individuals, not just one, right? So I'm not going to say it's easier, right? That's harder, I would probably say, versus making a decision for yourself. But the thing about making the decision for yourself that makes it still difficult, I would say, is the fact that, let's say I go elsewhere, I made that decision. I can't blame someone else for it, right? So I'm not saying in their case. I'm just saying, you know, there's such a thing as called, you know, a traveling spouse, someone that has to leave the country that they're at because their husband or their wife, you know, uh, got a job or boyfriend and girlfriend got a job, you know, in this place, so I got to go follow them, right? Hence a traveling spouse. So they don't have much choice in that regard for those that are in that kind of situation. But when you're by yourself like me, I have all the control in that kind of situation, right? I could, I could, I can make my decision very easy and say I'm staying in Costa Rica, but is, but is that what's best for me? And that's the question I need to answer. So I can just be like, nah, Angel, you know, take another year, you know, get your masters, have your masters, just you know, don't think about moving elsewhere. You know, you're still gonna be on the same salary. Um, you know, stay here in Costa Rica one more year, and then decide what you're gonna do next. 
But I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I want to do that. Um, I think I need to explore what else I'm going to do. I know someone that left Costa Rica to go back home to Florida. And that pulled her because it was back home. So there's different things that are pulling that, you know, when people make these types of decisions, what's pulling me? You might ask. <laughs> I think uh, what's pulling me, I would say, is professionally. I think that's what's pulling me. I want to do something regarding DEI, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. I think that's what I think I want to do. So hence, I'm going to try to do it. <laughs> um, and I just don't want to teach music. Just, I mean, I just don't want to just teach music. Like, I'm okay with teaching music elsewhere. But that's not all I want to be doing while I'm, you know, whether that's here again in Costa Rica next year or elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, that's the biggest thing for me. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I got. Um, you know, for those that have my personal information, you could feel free to contact me <laughs> about this. If you have some advice, I'm, I'm always willing to hear people, people's take, whether they're living abroad or not, because, you know, decisions are decisions in life and people make decisions all the time or not, you know, send me a DM uh, at in living color abroad. And yeah, I think that's about it. I just want to talk about what's next. And to conclude, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. I hope you enjoyed that episode listening to me. Um, as usual, I'm not going to say much about a solo episode. You heard it all. <laughs> it's not much for me to reflect on besides that. Um, but yeah, um, I'm going to try to do my best to... Uh, to be more consistent with the podcast but again as i mentioned in that episode it's been tough a lot of stuff going on lots of i need to think about so i'm not gonna lie this is not really my number one priority right now even though i should you know uh, it gives me a lot of joy when i do it so i should put more time and effort but it's been tough um and it's been tough finding guests you know sometimes i'd be i have a lot of guests that i you know i already have lined up and sometimes i go through droughts where i have no one lined up and that's what's happening right now i have no one lined up so if you're listening to this and you know someone's living abroad in a country that I haven't covered yet, that's part of the problem. The more countries I do, the less options I have. <laughs> you know, for uh, episodes, uh, let me know. Send me a send me a message on Instagram if you have it in li- at in Living Color Abroad, or uh, send me a text if you have my number. I'm not putting my number out on this. Uh, <laughs> but um, if you like what you hear, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Spotify and any of your other favorite streaming platforms. See you next week. More in two weeks. <laughs> this is Elevin Color Abroad. Peace.